Good morning to you, my friends. How are you doing this morning? How was your night? And how is your weekend going? God bless you. You are welcome to review. It's your host and your dear friend here, Esther. As many of you who are beginning to get in touch for the Hope magazine, thank you. And I'll let you know as soon as the magazines are on their way to you. Do you want one? I have been blessed by them, and so I'm also blessing you with them. It is free. And like I have announced yesterday and two days ago, Review Series Ministries will take care of posted charges. To know how to get in touch, if you want one, please go back to yesterday's message and day before yesterday's message to get to know how to get in touch. God bless you and thank you for your love. I love you. Jesus Christ loves you too. This morning, Let's round up our topic on your conviction and confession about the gospel. And in the bracket this morning, we have Paul's conversion. Your conviction and confession about the gospel. In the bracket, we have Paul's conversion. You see, Saul of Tarsus, John Paul, was a prominent Pharisee who greatly persecuted the church. Just like you and I, he was not at the foot of the cross to witness what the centurion did. But something happened that brought about his conviction and confession of Christ until he was murdered and died as a matter for his faith. This morning, turn with me to the book of Acts. Chapter 9, and let's read verses 1 to 9. Or do you know the story? Well, let's read it again to remind ourselves. We don't get to read things like this every day. Therefore, turn with me to the book of Acts as we read about Paul's conversion. Acts chapter 9, verses 1 to 9. It says, Then Saul 
still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise, and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the man who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Verse 9, where we shall stop, says, And he was three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. The Lord bless the reading together or listening to of his holy word. Amen. Did you take note of where it says, They were hearing a voice, but could see no one? And that's in verse 7. You see, Paul's company were also not present at the foot of the cross. They were also hearing what Paul was hearing, but they could see no one. Look, up to that point, Paul dishonored the Lord and was ready to continue. He was not ready to believe all the nonsense called gospel. But within a matter of days after his Damascus road encounter, he started preaching the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in the synagogues. Maybe you have had several encounters. Or, okay, right. Let me put it to you this way. Maybe you say, I'm convinced, Esther, that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah. I'm a Christian. But... Maybe your confession 
to the outsiders or unbelievers is not proof for them to have one look at you, at your life, to think there's something different about you, making them want to surrender theirs to Jesus or making them want to have what you have. For when they look at you, it does not seem as though you've been with Jesus, the gospel himself. You see, for Paul, his life bore this witness by faith to the very end. He was not ready to budge or give in to pressure of any kind. And this made him spend most of his life in prison. Just that one encounter. And from then, it was the gospel or nothing. Friends, You and I, by faith, also have the same witness. But is our conviction and confession convincing or confusing others? As we round up, let's read. From the Gospel according to John. Please turn with me to the Gospel according to John, chapter 20. For better understanding, let's read from 30. So let's read verses 30 and 31. John chapter 20, verses 30 and 31. For better understanding. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. These are written that you may believe. These are written that I may believe. The gospel has been written for you and I to take our position in the Lord. It's been written for our walk with the Lord to believe it. The gospel has been written to leave it. And most of all, to have confidence in it. I'm afraid this is all we've got time for this Saturday morning. 
And you know what? It is worth pondering over. You can go back and listen to yesterday's message and then come back to this one again. Make sure you review, like the name of our program. God bless you. Are you listening to Review Tomorrow? Well, go on and enjoy yourself in His presence. Are you not? Because you don't speak or understand the language? It's all right. Not to worry. I'll see you all come Monday morning. Until then, the Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.